right, here we go. So we are going through what is potentially the most turbulent economic time of our lifetime, of anyone alive uh, today, maybe with the exception of a few who went through the Great Depression, but there's not many of them alive today. And while things may go back to normal relatively quickly, it's possible that they call this thing off in the next few days and we return to normal. Um, There's also a big possibility that even though um, the numbers aren't really stacking up yet as far as the flu, uh, at least in Australia and at least in most countries, if you compare it to other causes of mortality, uh, regardless of all that stuff, what is going on is a huge, huge economic shift, right? So it's important that you go in and do some research about this. Understand what the impact of quantitating, quantitative easing will be, uh, pumping a lot of free money into the economy, another $2 trillion in the US. Um, I think they've promised $80 billion there in Australia just today, but it will continue to go up and up and up. And the stock market will likely recover as a result of that. There will be a point where, you know, enough free money comes in that people will hold their positions. But you need to understand what the impact of that is. Um, So the guy from uh, goldsilver.com is a pretty good resource uh, around that. Uh, He's got a lot of stuff on YouTube. Um, The Hidden Secrets of Money is a good series uh, to to watch. And, And Robert Kiyosaki is probably another guy that I would highly recommend uh, tuning into. He just did an interview on Kitco, which was very, very valuable as well. I'm not a, f- a financial expert, you know, like I have studied, I've read a bunch of different books. I've studied economy and foreign economy and foreign intervention in economies and uh, different strategies around ending poverty. And I've, I've probably read, you know, a couple of hundred books on, on finances, but there are people who dedicate their lives to those areas. Um, unfortunately, if you've been indoctrinated in the mainstream education, then you may not have the ability to question, right? So the modern education doesn't even educate on gold and silver. Uh, there are people who don't necessarily study financial history that give ec- uh, economic advice. And, you know, I've reached out to a few financial advisor types and honestly, um, there's a huge, huge variation in how they're seeing this situation. And, and I don't think some of them really have any context to the advice that they're, they're giving. So, you know, my advice to you would be understand, you know, do your best to make up your own opinion because we're going through the biggest economic change of our lifetimes. Uh, some people are saying that it'll last 100 years, the impact of this. Others are saying it'll be like the Great Depression, which lasted about 20 years. It took about 20 years to get back to where they were um, pre-depression. So the sit and hold approach, um, especially real estate, you know, if I was listening to Robert Kiyosaki yesterday talking with uh, a fella, I've forgotten who he was actually talking to. But he was talking about um, demographics and how property will never be the same because the baby boomers had their dream to get married, buy their family home, and you know that's what they did. And property prices are based on their values. Now, the next generation, our generation, and the generation after us, we don't value big house in the in the suburbs to the same extent, and 
we're not having as many kids. So it's it's just completely, you know, it's going to change regardless of what happens with the stock market, regardless of what happens with average wage and minimum wage and universal income and all these kind of things that are on the table. It's very unlikely that the property market will ever be the same purely based on demographics. Um, and, you know, this is not my words. This is, you know, from that interview. And I have heard that perspective from other people as well, but it does make sense to look at demographics. And if you look at the Japanese property market, it tanked uh, in 2000 and it hasn't recovered. Um, there's, you know, if you, you need to look broader than your own country and, and look into the past as well. How long does it take to recover? Why does it recover? Why doesn't it recover? And if those factors don't stack up, then yeah, look look at what's going on around you. Look at your options of what you can do in your current situation. Do you own you know twenty percent of your house, thirty percent of your house, eighty percent of your house? Do you have equity there potentially? I feel as though there's a good chance that there will be a return of kind of consumer confidence and market confidence, and you know property may hold a decent whack of its value um, in the short term, especially with all the money printing. Um, but you know the currency printing at least it's it's turbulent times right so dig in and understand that stuff to the best of your ability if, if you really can't comprehend it and it's too much for you it's overwhelming then just work really hard to find someone who does you know dive deep into that stuff you know that's what I do I'm not really interested in it enough like I'm a I'm fanatical about training and um, you know performance and health and that sort of stuff Finances, it interests me, but I don't really want to be going on to, um, you know, the World Bank and all these websites and trying to actually, you know, crunch crunch the numbers and um, look at what, you know, the central banks are, are doing and, and that kind of stuff in the granular detail that some of these people that I listen to, you know, that's, that's their job, that's what they love, they've been doing it for 20, 30, 50 years. I'll listen to those guys and I'll try and decipher and discern, you know, which ones of those people um, are making sense and, and what what does their view of the world, you know, overlap to some extent with my experiences and understandings around um, the way the world works, politics, etc. Second topic, leading on from that. So if you, if you can understand a bit of what's going on, then you need to make decisions for yourself about what you're going to do. Do you sell your house? Do you keep your house? You know, do you leave your money in the bank? Do you move your money from the bank? Do you leave your money in super? Do you move your money from super? Do you leave your money in Australia? Do you move it to another place, in another, in another, in another, you know, uh, situation? If you're listening to this in Australia, wherever you're from, are your banks safe? If you look at what's happened with the stock market, etc., and Stock exchange, you see huge volatility with the banks. Uh, it seems as though people are saying that they will collapse, a bunch of them, if they aren't given massive amounts of money from the government. It looks as though they will be given those massive amounts of money. So, you know, what does that mean for your money in those banks? Look at some of the history of what's happened when really tough economic times have hit different countries. What do the banks do in response to that? Uh, what do they do with pensions in response to that? I think it's important to look at the historical context, look at what's happened in challenging times in other countries. In Australia, we haven't really seen too much stuff go on for a very long time. We haven't seen tough economic times for a long time. So most people have no frame of reference around that. But 
you only have to look, you don't have to look too far. You look at other countries in recent times or um, other countries, you know, further back in history and you can see what might happen, right? So make some big decisions about that. Decide, you know, what you think is going to happen and act based on those decisions or just put your head under the pillow and just keep doing what you're doing and hope someone else looks after you. The second is not my approach to life. Uh, I don't recommend it. Uh, we're in exceptional times. We're in exceptional times and it's it's definitely a time to think, right? So secondary to that, and, and you know, this is something that we talk about consistently in the Real Movement community. We have some guys in there who do have a big you know, financial education background. We share ideas, we share what we're doing, etc. And But what we also do is look to maintain income, increase income, uh, be of service to the world. If you can be of service to the world, then you will continue to have prosperity. There are opportunities right now. Yes, there are opportunities in investing. If you, you know, make a decision, you might be right, you might be wrong, but you got to make decisions around those things and then make decisions around income. You know, where is your income going to come from? If you have lost your job, I've had conversations with many people in the last month who've said, I've lost my job, what should I do next? And, you know, ask them what their skill sets are and offer the best of, you know, what I can understand of what their opportunities might be or what I might do if I was in their position. The number one thing is to, to be valuable, right? So if you have skills and, you, and you, you have value in an area, then share that value, like give that to someone who values it, okay? So um, initially you may have to do it for free or you may have to do it for cheap, and but if, you're, if it works, if it's great, then you will generate income on the back of that, you know? Um, I think that we have lived in very privileged times. I think those times are over. I don't think there's going to be easy money, easy jobs, you know, solid jobs that, you know, anyone can can do and, and not really execute on and, and still get paid. I think we're going to see a very different job market, job economy. If everyone stays at home and works from home, uh, or if a lot of people do in the future economy, which looks extremely likely, then it's a new global market, right? So Australian minimum wage uh, is likely to, to go out the window, um, you know, first world versus third world type stuff like the industrial world versus the less industrial, whatever you want to call those distinctions, developing world, the euphemisms. But it's it's an open slather market coming, you know. So be good at something and, and, you know, get that value out to the world. No point saying, oh, I'm worth all this money and I'm going to hold out for it if you're not making any money and you're feeling financial pressure. You know, get involved in something and... Make you you know make your worth known, be valuable, help something else to grow. Uh, I think the uh, valuetainment guy calls it entrepreneur. Rather than being an entrepreneur and, and trying to start your own thing, be valuable within someone else's thing, and you know an opportunity will emerge for you there. The the challenge is you know most people want to be paid up front, and for businesses right now, paying up front. Uh, you know I'm a business owner. I have a team of people that work with me, you know, to, to develop real movement um, and prove it as well. It's just not a time to, to lead with, you know, how much do you want to give me? It's just not that time. It, there's too much uncertainty around. If, the, the, if you're willing to put effort in, hours in, to train yourself within the system, to become, you know, familiar with it, 
and and then you can put some value forward and, and offer something, then you know there's still opportunity to generate income. There are a lot of businesses right now that are making a lot of money. The, the economy hasn't stopped, but it is going to take action for us um, to really harness this situation. So my advice to you if you've lost your job is, you know, look at what you're good at and then find some way to put that to use. It's going to help you mentally, even if you're not getting paid. Um, just get that, get those skill sets to use and that'll lead to other things, whether it's right there and then in that place where you're providing your skill set for free or for cheap or whether it's, you know, um, another opportunity that pops up on the back of that. You're keeping your skill set sharp. You're keeping your confidence up. You're keeping your routines in place. Um, your, your self-esteem and your self-worth might take a little bit of a hit for doing something for, for less than what you've done it in the past. But, you know, you're keeping yourself going. I think the worst thing you can do is to stop and feel sorry for yourself and just hope for the world to change. Don't hope for the world to change. Um, you know, change yourself. The, to the extent that we can influence our economic future, you know, we, we should. And there's going to be some big decisions in the near future for humanity of you know what level of... Um, autonomy that we want as humans and, and to what extent we're willing to uh, trust other people to decide how we live our lives. But in the short term, you know, you got to keep things moving. So oh, that's one thought, piece of advice. The other thing is, you know, start a business. You just start a business. <laughs> like you'll learn along the way. If, you, if, you, if, it's, if the thought really scares you, if you've done it before and it hasn't worked, etc. you know, get, get some support around you, do your best to to make it work but start you know get a product into the market whether you're selling someone else's product there's a million affiliate products out there at the moment there's network marketing obviously which i've had massive success with i'm a huge believer uh, in the power of network marketing to teach people about business uh, to get products out to the world etc if you've got a great product then network marketing is a great business model it teaches you to lead it teaches you uh, to be a good student and to, to, you know, to be good at sales, etc. But uh, something needs to, you know, get something out there, get something out there. And at the moment, it's probably not the time to do those Amazon businesses and try and come up with a product. It's probably better to work in information type thing. If you have specialized knowledge, you know, create an education course around that. You can do it on you know, things like Teachable, LearnWorlds, you know, just Google learning platforms and put your information into that platform, package it as a course. You know, Real Movement, we do 10-week courses, um, the 11th week is an exam. We offer all kinds of support and accountability around that. We have a lot of different courses. We also include um, training plans within that. We track your progress with your training. We track your progress with your social media growth, uh, with your members, you know, how many people that you're actually working with. Specific to coaches, you know, it's, it's the biggest service that has ever been offered uh, to a coach. Is it perfect? No. Is it getting better every week? 100%. Um, do we have a ton of success stories behind us? Definitely. So you've got to get some success stories behind you. If you're just, just starting out, if you haven't been doing this since 2014, like I have, then just get someone and get a success story. You know, sometimes it's hard to get a success story with someone who, who's working with you for free. But, you know, you might have to do that if you can get, you know, 25, you know, put your product on the market, give it a 50% discount for your first five signups, whatever you need to do to get yourself in the game, get experience, get learning, get confidence in yourself, get results, get testimonials and share those results out there, share those testimonials. And, you know, you can start to build some momentum from there. Um, 
everyone in real movement becomes entrepreneurial you know people just put they put their stuff together they either you know open a gym or they they do what they need to do um you know a lot of it has been opening gyms right now probably not the best time to try to open a gym a lot of uh, a lot of gyms are about to bust some of them already have who knows what the regulations are going to be on the back end of this you know that's the big concern so are people still going to need support around their training around their health around their you know how they live holistic support 100% this is you know necessary is there likely to be a pushback from this on facebook and google and government etc most likely as well the war on health is is loud and clear you know the war on health has been declared since long ago make no mistake there's there's no accidents in this world um, the obesity rates, the, the the diabetes, the dementia, the suicide, the cardiovascular disease. Uh, there's no mistakes in the modern world. There's plenty of solutions to those things. Look at the lengths that government will go to in the name of whatever it wants to do. Look at the lengths it can go to, right? So to say that, well, government couldn't, you know, put a tax on sugar, it couldn't, you know, put some education into schools or make... Uh, strength training part of the the work day you know all of those things are possible but there's no um, yeah there's no financial incentive to that so uh, the war on health has been going for a very long time and it's not you know it hasn't suddenly become a priority to to look after the health of the majority of the population there's there's no chance of that so if you are you know looking to improve people's health and and you know, strength, etc. then you are in opposition to some of the, uh, the forces of today. But what's the alternative? You know, what's the alternative? If we weren't doing what we were doing, if, if all these gyms weren't out there, if all these small players and, and CrossFit, you know, wasn't putting out that message of, hey, why don't we get soft drinks out of hospitals? Hey, why don't we, you know, eat real food? You know, if those messages weren't being put out there by all these small-time players, then you know we just be all uh, consuming the the mass products of of big food industry and the biggest food industry, you know the biggest players they play with long duration foods they pr- foods that can be preserved for a long time. Um, so what's our alternative? What's the path forward? I think we have to stay true to what we believe in and, and keep building. So if you if your dream is to you know, have an online training business or to be helping people, you know, with their health and performance, then, you know, keep doing that and and keep finding the best ways to do that. Um, then income is not going to come by itself. I think that's, that's the clearest thing, you know. Don't expect people knocking on your door saying, hey, come work for me or pay you 20, 25, 30 bucks an hour. For a lot of parts of the world, that's been a myth for a long time, and now it's coming uh, to the rest of the world. So there will still be wealth, but it won't be on a platter in the way that it that it has been, in in my understanding, in my opinion, in my estimation of of things. So it's a great time to be great. Get your training on track. You know, if you're working from home, then you got to work hard on your routines and your lifestyle, how it's going to fit together with your family, and get your nutrition on track. Be, be confident in your body, be, you know, at your best and then find a way to share that and get that energy out to the world. You know, the best way you can make yourself feel better 
is to be doing something valuable for other people. The, the way you're going to feel worst is if you're in social isolation. No, no social isolation, social distance is the, is the worst thing that we can do for health. We need to stay close to each other. Um, I'm not talking about that necessarily physically, although we need to stay close to some people physically. You know, um, it's important to have human contact, human touch with the people that you, you're close to and you love. Um, but as far as, uh, you know, we all need we all need community. We all need support around us. So, one of the ways that you can generate that is to be that support for other people. You know, find some people who would love the skill set that you have. Everyone has special abilities and talents. Everyone does it slightly differently. Don't be worried about ripping off someone else's thing. You know, if someone tries to rip off real movement, they're never going to do it in the same way that I do it. It's okay. You know, that's. Lots of people have tried to do that in lots of different ways. It's fine because no one's going to be me. They're going to be better in some areas. They're going to be worse in some areas and uh, life goes on. So don't be concerned about, you know, being a copy of someone else. Don't try to directly copy someone else because you'll be losing your own wisdom and your own possibility to be unique. Um, But yeah, it's a great time to be great. So put your best foot forward, you know, put your offer out to the world Make sure you're on a path personally that you're proud of and then you can lead other people you know, towards and down that path and share your specialized knowledge and, and get your, your best out there into the world. Um, so they're, they're the two key things for, for me today for, for you is do your best to understand the current economic situation and, and make estimations on what's coming next and, and how you can best position yourself for that. You do it consciously and, and don't only consider... Uh, what you might be hearing from mainstream media, I don't think you're actually probably going to get any advice uh, from the mainstream too much. I don't know if there's still shows called Money and stuff on TV. I don't really watch it anymore, but do your best to understand what is going on and what is likely to happen next. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki said that the wealth of the population is being stolen at the moment. Uh, He said there's not too much else to worry about in his estimation, but you know, the, the wealth of the population is being stolen at the moment. So have a consideration of that, do some, some research and some reading on the things that he is talking about and, uh, generate income, you know, work hard right now to set yourself up as if things were going to be different for the future. They may not, but if they are, you're going to be very glad that you acted earlier, uh, rather than later. And, um, if things do return and everything becomes rosy and, and, and what it was, then you'll be fine as well. But, you know, you want to have a look at if, if the best case scenario doesn't pop up there for you, then make sure you're going to win anyway. Make sure you're going to do your best. And if you don't win, at least you'll know that you, you know, you tried hard and you didn't just put your head on the pillow and hope for the best, right? So uh, I can't guarantee that the steps I'm taking are going to be the best steps, but I am thinking about things. I'm putting my best foot forward. I'm helping as many people as I can. That's the idea with this podcast. If you got something good out of this podcast and you really enjoyed it, don't be afraid to uh, subscribe. Don't be afraid to share it on social media. Tag me in there. That's always massively appreciated. If you do want some help to get your own routines together, to get your business online, to get your training uh, ticking over in the way that you would like, that's what Real Movement Leaders Program is about. We help people to set their own stuff up, to be able to lead other people with confidence. We've been doing that since 2014. 
it works. You know, people transform in our program. Uh, the default education and culture is not a strong one, but when people come through our program, they emerge the other side uh, as leaders and many people you know, that I've worked with 2014, 15, 16, I'm still well connected with and, and you know, we still share, but they're now at the level of you know, having succeeded and having uh, built their own projects. And it's a different thing to a lot of people that we start with, uh, lack confidence, they haven't been training hard, they don't really know where they're headed. If that's you, you know, it might be worth your while to consider um, the, the, the small investment that it is to become a part of Real Movement for the massive gains that are likely to come. Our product is bigger and better than ever. We used to charge $10,000 a year for it up front. Right now, it's $100 per month. Um, so it's you know $1,200 a year instead of $10,000 a year. And I know we're getting better results. We will continue to get better results. Our education system is better. Our accountability system is better. We're supporting people to grow their businesses better. There's a lot more individual and personal interaction. Um, so I'm very excited for my future. I'm excited for the future of Real Movement. And I want to you know, transfer that excitement and that success to as many people who want to get out there and lead and take action and help this world you know, become a better place, support people to better health, support people to explore truth and to understand to the best of our ability what is actually going on in the world and how we can live best in, in today's uh, environment. So if you enjoyed it, let me know. Thanks for jumping on. Thank you.